right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is... Middle was gorgeous melodic and also at the same time methodic simple melodic thank you melodic and thank you for that (laughs) (laughs) i love that how are you look at you oh jesse let me tell you i'm well i was maybe the most productive person that's ever existed yesterday oh sorry stop the presses you what Stop. Do you want me to go stop them? Because I might as well. I did everything else yesterday. I could go oh, get a quick you job. You better list at the New York it Times. off. I, so the night before last, I like could not sleep because I had so much to do. And I knew I had, oh, God. like, you know, I'm, so I'm in a wedding, obviously, because what am I not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. Absolutely. And I had to get some Mom. final touches for the outfit I have to wear. And by also that, I bad. mean. I had to find the blazer. The blaze. Which is pretty important for the outfit when you're in the well, wedding. Yeah. Some yeah. might argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had to be a burgundy blazer. That's such a specific color. So it's easy. not blue. Yeah. And the thing is, I have had three years to get this outfit because of COVID. The wedding's been postponed so much. So waiting okay, until sure. the day before was probably not strategic. The smartest. Yeah. Okay. Some might say sure. it's not a great strategy. Okay. But what can I say? I'm a creative type, you know? You are. You I can't so help are. it. And so that was I was like, what if there's no fucking burgundy jackets? I can't find it. And then I start looking online. I literally slept, I think, like forty five minutes the night before last. Oh my because god, I, no. I'm looking online at places that you could like shop and pick up and I'm like, they have nothing. Oh, so god. I go to fucking um Burlington Co. Factory. Wake up. I I leave my house at like seven forty five because Burlington opens at eight. Hell yeah! I get there as they open, and the only reason I had waited this long was because the last time I was there, I was like, they have a whole section of just like burgundy blazers. Well, I think what I saw was burgundy sweaters at the time, Uh, because there was none, and uh, (gasps) I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me! I'm quietly panicking, and like a maid from the mist the only burgundy blazer in the store appears and it happens to be my exact size fits like a fucking glove. Oh my god. So yeah, that was amazing. Um and then I get I know you solved that by like nine AM. Oh yeah. And then I got the white shirt that I needed. But then long story short I get home that doesn't fit and I have like a work meeting. So then I have to go back across town to get a white shirt at this place and then the woman at the place was like oh let me see we actually have a shortage on white shirts everywhere because of like all the covid stuff that has been going on what because like it's been an issue with so many things like because factories don't have the same employees and stuff so things are just taking forever but i also found a shirt and i found the bow tie and i got everything i needed and then i Cleaned my room top to bottom. Oh, damn. Did every piece of laundry I have. Oh, 
Okay. Cleaned my bathroom. <gasps> and then I went. So I was supposed to go with Betches to an SLT class, which is like strength, length, and tone. It's like a Pilates. But then I look at the invitation and it's SLT tread. So it's half Pilates, half sprinting on a treadmill. Oh, fuck you. And you know me. I'm like, I'm going to die. I can't Absolutely. do a treadmill. But Jesse, you know, I got in and I was like, I refuse to show a sign of weakness. I'm going to do this. Absolutely. And I absolutely fucking did it. Oh, my God. And I got through the whole class. At the end of the treadmill, I was like, the treadmill part was the second half. I literally cried because <laughs> I could not believe that I had done it. <laughs> Like, oh my god like i literally welled up with pride for myself because i had that is such a beautiful thing i mean it's like fucking running you have to end in a two minute sprint that was eight miles an hour yeah that's fucking insane and they're like the incline is at like she's like we're going up a mountain blah, blah, blah. And i'm like bitch i'm this. gonna i'm also like what is the policy on when i fly off the back i literally was thinking like who do i sue well that i'm like i'm gonna uh, die i'm gonna fly off the yeah and then the pilates machine was even crazier than the fucking treadmill but um yeah i can't imagine i've never done pilates not once in my life it's really torturous but i literally couldn't believe i did it and taylor from betches was like just being so nice she was so proud of me that i had like it was just um it was good and then i got home i finished up the laundry although i still have a load in the dryer and then i whatever i just i got so much done yesterday it's so much yesterday but i also because i have to go to that wedding i have to leave this afternoon and then i'm coming back saturday morning and uh famously you and sarah are coming over so i was like right. i need to make sure that everything's oh ready that's so nice so that i'm not stressed about oh i have to get home and do this before they come over right you really you prepped you are a prepper and you are i guess an athlete i don't know how yeah. else to describe you i don't it wouldn't be fair i don't know how else you would describe me either at this point i'd have to say athlete at this point athlete baby you know lead with that you're an athlete you did a treadmill i like refuse to do treadmills i actually you know conspiracy theory think they're really bad for your body it's slamming that much kind of like oh on for a sure i mean i literally but. ran on that treadmill for 25 minutes and i did i never uh like did not did what she was saying to do absolutely and i could not believe that I did it. Like I still can't believe you did I it. Did I it. can. You do rumble. You're like it's crazy when your body can do what you want it to do. It's. I mean, running specifically is like such yeah. a horrific, such a PE. Yes. Where I how was like, your um, PE experience? Exactly. Like literally kept bringing me back to like when yes. I got accused of cheating on the <laughs> mile and had to do it. Have I ever told you this? I Did like, you cheat? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Is that I 
we would have to have partners in in jam of course for the because new york state has a um i don't know if it's everywhere has like a physical fitness test that you have to take in public yeah school. we had to do one in virginia and there was a mile on it was the worst one and you would have a partner and they would count your laps for you and i was like trailing by a lap and a half plus <laughs> yeah and my partner was like four and in my head i was like i thought that was three <laughs> and she yeah, was like but also four yeah and she was like no that was four you're done and i was like i am amazing <laughs> 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 and then the coach was like that can't possibly be your time and i was like <laughs> it was and he was like uh, no you're gonna have to run it again and I was like, I can. That's like the meanest thing in the world. I was like, how about I do another lap? And I, we I would be like, that. okay, just add add four minutes. <laughs> and then he was like, well, not. Basically, the class got to watch West Side Story while no. I had to run a mile outside. That is torture. Um. So like a classic like West Side Story, and you're <laughs> missing. I feel pretty because you're running laps. You know, I still haven't no. seen West Side Story because that's all I could think about. Oh my! Well, you should watch it. Do not let the PE teacher take that away from you. A and B. That is a sign of that is torturous. I strategically for PE, I always knew that like the way that you quote score well is if you run the mile at the beginning of the year and then you just have to beat your own time. They just want to quote, see you improve. So like at the beginning of the year, I'd be like, I'm going for a 12 minute mile because I'm like that way by the end of the year, I can just run a little faster than that and beat it. Well, yeah. I mean, but it was also ironic because I was an athlete. Like I was on the soccer team and I did track. And so like, Sometimes the PE teachers would know that and be like, Jesse, what was your mile? And I'd be like, can I don't want to run all of the time. Well, I also, yeah, I mean, my the thing was that even with cheating, my time was worse than everyone else's. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was like, you can't just throw a bitch a bone here. Um, yeah, come on. Who cares? Why do you care, PE teacher? Yeah, get a life. Sorry your wife cheated on you three years ago. Everybody is over it. Yeah, everyone's over it, and like I don't know, PE except for you. Like, yeah, you're not over it, and the reason I know that is because you're making me miss West Side Story to, to run. run in this. But um, you have to watch me run. That's even lamer for you. Oh, he was coming in and out, like he was running with you. No, he would come out to make sure I was still running, and then go back inside and watch West Side Story. Okay, that's enough. That's rude. Um. They also had a thing at my school in elementary school called the micro mini marathon. And it was like about a mile that ran around the school and it like raised money for something, but you were required to do it. And everyone's families would come. It was basically running the mile, but it was like a whole to do. There was like, everyone's family would come and then after they would bring in like ice cream and stuff for people. And they gave out ribbons and a trophy. Okay. And and then they would announce what place everyone came in. Like, it was like a list no. of like one to a hundred, and then it would be no. posted. I don't... I, I'm having trouble understanding that. That just feels... And my best friend growing up, who I'm still close with today, my friend Kate, you probably know her from Instagram, uh, is <laughs> a, like an amazing runner and also very competitive. Oh. So she would always come in like second or third um wow. and i would come in dead last 
And then she would be like, "What's your what place did you come in?" Because <laughs> she loved winning. She loved um, to know. So anyway, when wow. I did that yesterday, I was like, "Oh, I wish people could see me now," because it was. I still feel so proud of myself the day after. I'm so proud of you. Good for you. Do I feel like I'm going to die at any second? Yes. No. But it's worth it. It's worth it. I remember for PE, they also had these two, like, I don't know what, I don't know why or when or how, but there is this time where they would bring the rope out, like this huge rope that just hung from the ceiling, which was my favorite mm-hmm. thing because they would be like, Okay, try to climb this rope. And, you know, because of peer pressure and you're a kid, and also I did not understand. I did, like, rope climbing is weird with your body. You have to, like... I definitely... Grip with your... Yeah, it was, like, grip with your legs and move with your arms. I also never had upper body strength. And, like, I kid you not, (laughs) I would... I guess jump high, not move, and then slide down because I never knew how to get off. And they'd be like, don't slide because you'd rip your thighs. And I would just like rip my thighs off and be bleeding and be like, I'm fine. I meant to. That was so fun. Thank you. Oh my God. I was like, so many people were just dis like chopping off their thighs. That was the same thing with the fucking, what's it called? There was like a pull up and then there was a like holding yourself in a pull up. And I almost decapitated myself every time. They'd be like, don't lean with your chin. I'd be like, I'd rather die this way than last two seconds. With pull-ups, the second that they were like, okay, and go, my hands were... Um, <laughs> like, I never had moved so fast as to fall off of the, the pull-up bar. Yeah, me too. I mean, I would like, I guess, try for a second and then truly just drop. And then they'd be like, okay, zero. And I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest I've ever left, I think still to this date, was when I was in when I was a, a senior, we had like an option of what gym class to take. There was like three different ones. Oh. And so there was one called uh, like Adventure and it was like it's where all the kids who didn't want to do anything would take gym class yeah. senior year and it was like um uh, trust Story. falls and <laughs> oh like oh, you we're gonna hold this pole the class is gonna hold this wooden beam while one kid tries to climb up it like ridiculous dumb shit and it's all the kids that don't want to be physical anyway so nothing's safe because everyone's lazy and then <laughs> the one thing was called the flying squirrel and it was like oh. so a rope would go from like half the class is holding the rope it goes up okay. to the ceiling and comes back down on the other side with a fucking student attached to the other side. So then the class runs and the student goes up to the ceiling attached to this rope. And it like if it works, you're supp- it's they're supposed to like go up back and forth slowly like a flying squirrel gets out of the tree. And like what? all that has to happen is the class has to run in the other way. I this day had lied and said I didn't have gym clothes, so I was sitting on the side <laughs> receiving a zero for the day. And uh, this girl, Bradley. who was like a very popular girl in school, was yeah. the squirrel. And the class runs, but they're, again, not athletic. Right. And it's not enough to lift her how she's supposed to be lifted. And she's also a tall girl. So she's standing with the rope, 
the teacher says go she immediately just flops over because the class like pulls her at the waist flops over and nails her face into the ground oh like so hard and then (laughs) the class doesn't know what's happening because they're facing the other direction so they're trying to like run to lift her but they're going so slow that she's not like doing the thing where you're supposed to go back and forth. She's just like, looks like a dead body being lifted to the beams <sighs> and blood is dripping from her nose No, and she's crying. And the class is so out of it and not paying attention <sighs> that they don't notice what's happening. And I'm roaring laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing I had ever seen because like just everything that, it was like a movie about stoners trying yeah. to save this girl's life. But then the gym teacher, who was this 80-pound woman, right. is like, oh, my God, sees what's happening and goes to, like, jump on the other side so that she can pull her up, like, the right way. But okay. the teacher's so light. Again, these pack of students doesn't notice what's happening at all so then the teacher runs to jump on her side to like help pull it down but she's so light that she just flies up with it and is holding on to the rope like you would be holding to do like a pull-up and she's screaming to stop and it was just like a horror (sighs) like i'm sure that girl remembers it because it was the worst day of her life i'm sure but she also once said that i was only attractive from behind so i didn't really care you know what? That's an insane statement to say. Well, she to said, somebody. she was like, oh my God, I saw you walking down the hall and I was like, who is that? But then you turned around and I was like, oh. Bitch, same. And I was like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if when you did the flying squirrel, your face face went? <laughs> <laughs> and then we lifted you up like a dead pinata with your nose bleeding. I don't know, just an image I thought of. Yeah. I Anyhow, mean, have a good day, Celia. <laughs> Celia, what a name. Um,. <laughs> That's psychotic. But what's new? Uh, what's new in the Jollis in Jesse Land? Land. Let's see. Well, last night I went out in Brooklyn, which was kind of fun. Oh, Brooklyn! I know. Which is like it's literally like going to an exotic land. But I was already in Brooklyn. My friend Tina lives in Brooklyn, so I was like, okay, I'll go see Tina. And we went to this bar where I got there first and. At first, they were playing Jeopardy, and then the news was on, and I was like, I can't be in this bar. It was so distracting because, like, I went in, it was like, um, you could be dying from your food. Find out at 11. And I was like, where the fuck is the TV? And there's no TV, so it's just, like, people talking, and I was like, this is crazy. Crazy. It was really weird. So then I sat outside by myself because i couldn't handle sitting inside by myself and then this group of girls why were you at this place by yourself well tina was late oh okay i love to have friends who are late and that's fine me too early it's yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then this group of girls came outside and I almost inserted myself into this conversation, but they held down the fort. But it was so funny. This girl, it was this group of girls and this girl's like, how is everybody doing? So I broke up with the guy oh. yesterday. 
and she tells the story of this guy that she was with. She literally is like, you guys know how hard it's been for me to find a relationship, blah, blah, blah. She's like, he's so great. Yeah. And like, he he comes over, we're kissing, we're intimate, he's holding me close, he's telling me to trust me. And then this is what she said, and I'm listening, and literally my mouth is like agape, and I'm like, I have to say something. She's like, he was cradle, we had like kissed, we had had sex, we, I cooked him dinner, he was cradling my head in his arms and telling me right before that to trust him, and then he broke up with me. What? And and there, I mean, truly, I was like, Jesse, try not to to look like you're listening. And luckily, her friends were like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, emotional manipulation, because he had before that. Because literally, I'm so invested in this woman who I pray to God she's listening. And girl, you're a fucking hero, and never go back. Like, never go back. But before that, she was like, he had come over, we were hanging out, and he had told me like. I just don't think that we're sexually compatible after they had sex. And then he said, and she was like, okay. And then he was like, forget I said that, which is again, a psychotic thing to say. Somebody who says to you like, you know, I just don't think we're like compatible or like there's something off and then says like, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Just forget I said that is absolutely on crack cocaine. So she was like, so I couldn't forget he said that though and that's on me and I wanted to go, girl, that is not on you. That's what I say. I was like, muzzling myself to be like don't she's gonna she's not telling you she's telling her friends and you just so happen to be out here with no one to talk to and you're not really looking at your phone because now you're so invested in this story and so the manipulation this poor girl went through and then the worst part which is like you know when you're dating and all of a sudden you get gaslit and brainwashed and you think any of this is your fault crazy i mean i don't know how old she was but she looked like a fucking model this was a model (sighs) she was saying how the guy was 46 which is like an actual highway robbery and borderline illegal and also like just it's really fascinating to me how people like guys who are manipulative sometimes like if you search for chaos you can find like people who just think that's natural like who really just think that's what it is and then can make you think that that's what you deserve or that you did anything wrong with this psychopath. You should have said all of this to her. Should have said. I should have. I really, her friends though, I was waiting to hear their response because I was like, if they don't back her up in a way that I would, they were both like, fuck him, good riddance. They were like, girl, there were red flags before that and now you're done. Wash your hands of him, delete him. Like, if they hadn't said that, I would have been like, sorry. (laughs) I'm listening and here alone and I couldn't help but overhear and girlfriend, no. Yeah. But they had her back. They had her back. They said everything I would have said. Oh, good. And I said, the girl's okay. The girl's got them. She's good. But I just couldn't believe sometimes the way we come in where, and then she was like, other than that, though, things are going well. And I'm like, geez, Louise. Oh, God. Geez, Louise. Geez, Louise. Also then last night, so then my friend came and then I was like, not really drinking because I don't like to drink. And then this guy came over and he was like, do you guys want shots? And I, when I hear the word shots, 
and they're free, I'm like, yeah, I have to do a shot. And really? Then it, like, wa- it, it, it wakes up a beast with it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't like drinking sometimes. I know. But a shot is like quick, easy. It does everything I want. <laughs> it's you know? like, like I love I, a, a shot is like a fun experience. Yes, it's fun. It's like warm. You feel it almost immediately. <laughs> You're like doing a cool thing. I just love shots. So <laughs> anyhow, this guy was like, do you want a shot? And I was like, yes, I want a shot. I've never wanted a shot more. <laughs> and so... Then we take a shot with this guy. He's really nice, but he's also like, all right, have a great night, which I think is the best way to give a shot. There's no expectations. You're not trapped. It's just oh, like wow. a this nice This is person. just a man that doesn't like taking shots alone. I guess. I and you know that. what? I'd love. So then we leave. We're going to go to this taco place. The taco place isn't open. We go to this bodega. And you know what? A bodega at like 10 p.m. when you've had a shot or two is like or the 13. most magical land 13 <laughs> it's like the most magical land um i got a brilliant idea first of all i was eating turkey just turkey like in a in a roll just kind of like fisting like that as we're walking around no just plain turkey i was like can i have a half a pound of turkey what <laughs> that's what i ha- I just like i love meat so much <laughs> so i was like let's give me some protein because you know, once you start doing shots, you're like, I need more in my stomach. I feel that immediately. So let me make sure. And to me, turkey's like a base. Anyhow, so I'm doing that. I buy organic lollipops because they're the only lollipops I see. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be the girl who's handing out lollipops at this bar. That's going to be me. I'm going to find that girl again. I'm going to be like, girl, I don't even know your story. But if it's anything like I think because I'm a psychic, you're doing great. You deserve the world. And fuck that guy. And you need a lolly. And you need a lolly. So we go back. We've got lollies. Oh, we were going to go to a different bar. And then the next bar sucks. So we went back to the same bar, which I found very interesting of us. But wow. You had, a, you had a night. I really did have a night. This was last night? Last night. What time did you get home? 1230, which is late for me. You're doing really well right now. I know. It was five hours. Like, we met at 730. Also, I love Tina. Tina is my friend who... Tina is God. Everyone should have a friend like Tina. Like I just, she's such a genuine fucking cool person. Every time I'm like, this girl is so cool. I just like can't believe she's like human. You How'd know? you meet? We met. This is so so funny. We met when I was a freshman in college, and she was a junior, and we both tried out for the improv team. And oh, I think I've heard uh, of this friend before. Yeah, this is Tina. And Tina, like, after that was just always like, you're the best. And like, we just kept in touch. And then when she moved to the city, like, she's just such a fucking cool person. Mm. She's like lived all over the world. She's like, oh, I have friends in India. I'm like, what? She has friends everywhere in the world. Oh, she travels so much. Yeah, she's just like. She's like a traveler. She's like fearless. She's just like so fucking cool. Um, what does she do now? And now, first of all, we're going to work on. Um, I'm really excited for her because she is so talented. And, you know, sometimes you forget that. And I do think it's your friend's job to be like, uh oh, did you forget you're extremely talented? <laughs> <laughs> do I have to remind you and like change the course of your life? Because I will. Um, so Tina's Tina is like such a an in, like she has like such a cool, funny, creative mind. 
Like she goes in a different direction than anybody mm. I know would. So she has like a really goofy sense of humor. And so um, I think she's going to be a performer and she's going to be like a voice actress. And so I think she just has to, we're going to get her going on that journey. I'm so excited for her. Um, but yeah, before that, she was a teacher. She was like a teacher. And then she was working in production. She's like a, She's just a Kristen Wig. I read about Kristen Wig because she didn't get SNL until uh, she was like 39. And yeah. she had worked like like 25 different careers before that were all like, yeah, oh, crazy. Yeah, like it, it really is. It is kind of crazy. It and is also she's the good one to know that Kristen Wig didn't get discovered, if you will, until she was 39. Yeah. I also think, and I'll say this firmly, I think that, like, it's really a blessing if you can get yourself to a place where you know who you are and you know what feels right and what's good for you. And then you can find success. I think if you find success before that, you're just gonna have some hard lessons that are magnified on a bigger stage. I also think maybe I just lied about that thing with Kristen Wiig. She might have been 29. But... That would certainly change the story. Still, yeah. I don't know that she... Because I just looked up her name and I was like, well, wait, hold on. Kristen Wiig, let's see when she did. Because maybe I am going to kill myself. No. <laughs> but there's a lot of people... like. I think it's interesting we're we're all still so young i don't care how old you are listening to this like you are young until you decide you're not and you are like ready for greatness as soon as you want like it just because you reach a certain age doesn't mean your time is over it just means you have more experience when you do whatever it is you want to do it just means you have less time just i don't kidding. think it's what <laughs> i'm kidding i mean you have less time on the earth she was 32 I don't know where I came up with that number before. You know what? Wishful thinking. Oprah was older. Maybe not. No, people always go back to... I love a... I love a... Um, back to, like, a different career type of bitch. Yeah. Do you know what me I mean? Too. Like, I feel like I took... When I was um, in college, in the summer, I would take, like, a couple community college classes by the yeah. college by my towns to like get a head start on the to like make sure I would graduate on time basically because I had transferred and there would always be someone who was like changing careers the first person I ever met actually in the city was in my improv 101 uh, class that I came to take that's like the reason I came to the city for a week I like stayed at my uncle's to take um him. An intensive? Yes. Uh, wow. And the first person I sat next to and met had just quit her job as a software engineer like the day before to be a comedian. Oh. And wow. she... And I still talk to her sometimes. Is she a comedian? She is a full-time stand-up making a living doing that. Oh, my God. Right? And that's the dream. And she was like, yeah, in her 30s when we met. I love that. And now she is doing great for herself. What a gorgeous story. Because I remember her being like, I'm just quietly panicking to myself right now. She like said this to me. Because like, <laughs> I gave up a really good job to do this. So if it doesn't work out, huh? 
And I was like, I don't even live here. And I just came out of the closet like three weeks ago. And she was a lesbian. Oh, love that. And she, we would get lunch together. That is so fun. Isn't that fun? That's really fun. Um, what do you have planned for the weekend? For the weekend? Well, we have our Halloween extravaganza. Oh, yes. How's your costume coming? I, my gloves are sickening, bitch. Uh, um, you know what? And this is an interesting thing about me, which maybe I'll change today. I'm like, okay, I think I have all the pieces, but I haven't like tried it on like, I, like together. I would which try maybe it on. I sh- Okay, yeah, let's try it on. I'll try it on today at some point. Um, and I'll I think it's gonna work. Like <laughs> sometimes when it gets too close to the thing and I'm like, fuck, yeah. I didn't try it on. I don't try it on because I'm like, if anything's wrong now, I'm not gonna be able to fix That's it. That's how I f- I'm like, well, what are you gonna do? And then the other part of me is like you know, uh, what I like about it is we're not doing it like 100% matching what it was. It's like we're doing the general gist. So I'm like, okay, well, this is a general gist. And then I just have to figure out like how to make my boobs look a certain way. Do you see and your, then... your blonde wig back <gasps> there? Oh, my God. I see it. And okay, she's stunning. If you look in the distance, the red one. See above the I orange. See it. The dark red. Yes. That'll be good for Sarah. That'll be great. Okay, I think it's, yeah. So, you know, your girl's ready to rock. Um, that's Saturday night. I'm essentially, I think, expecting to be just hung over on Sunday. Also, I'm going to bring weed, but okay. So, I don't know. I think that, like, I think that'll be Saturday night. Yeah, obviously. No, and then Sunday will be recovery. And then... That's, I'm trying to make sure I don't... Uh drink too much at the wedding tomorrow because i'm like i do not want to be hungover at all on saturday yeah that'll be hard if you are i'm one um, of um i we you can't do the sanderson sisters which is two no it would be humiliating what would you do you'd be ashamed of I, yourself i would yeah i'd have to dress up winnie and then uh, then i'm bringing a cat and then i'd never get home because i'd be like well winnie is upset and Taylor would be upset. And it sounds like she has surprise. I'm so excited for this party. I'm so excited. I really think if I had a different apartment, I would be a party thrower. I just don't feel like I can in this apartment. But like, I just want to throw parties. I love that somebody I know is throwing a party. Um, Me too. I also have never been to Taylor's. And she has a big outside thing too. So if it gets stuffy. And- yeah. It'll be great. Well, hopefully it doesn't rain. But yeah. Is it supposed to? When I looked, it looked like maybe, mm. which I'm like, I can't wait for these Uber prices. <laughs> um, was it you that I already talked to you about? Whereas, like, we just have to commit to. Yeah. Oh, we're committing. I mean, there's the no money. doubt in my mind that we are committing because I'm like, well, I'm not going to. There's no other way I'll be getting there. Please. No, no, we're not taking six trains in an automobile. No. And we get to split it three ways on the way. That's pretty good. The way back. Well, at least you and Sarah literally live in the same building. I know. So we always get to split Ubers. Um, how's her costume kind coming? Of a dream. What? How's her costume coming? Here's my fear. Hers? Yeah. We're going in Halloween costumes and Sarah's gonna be like ready for the runway at Hocus Pocus uh Fantasy Beach. Yeah. Well when yeah, ex- Sarah's is gonna be exceptional. We know that. <laughs> 
We knew that from the get. See, that's she, why yeah, we, it was the right created, move to make her the lead. It's good because we'll be at the in the triangle. You know what I mean? As she's gonna look great and for sure. I I'm always like, you no, know, I'll carry a different part of us. You know, and that's fine. But yeah, hers is gonna be great. She has like props that she literally made. Like I'm like, okay, goodbye. I'm leaving. Oh my god, I bet she made a book. No, book. He did. She did. Because I was thinking somebody needs to make the book. She made the book. Ugh. I hope she's preparing a performance. Thank you, Max, for that marvelous (laughs) introduction. I put a spell on you. That would be so fun. And so yeah, I'm pretty pumped. You're mine. I I can I love that scene so much. I wish we learned the dance from it. We can. We don't have time. Okay. I well, it depends what time you get back. Apple eighty apple bun. Uh, 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 yeah. Well, I'm trying to get. I mean, it's only like an hour and forty minutes outside of the city, and I'm trying to uh, be back. My roommate also. Wait, it has, shouldn't be that long. That's how long it takes to get there. No, I mean for me to come back on Saturday morning. Oh, got it. No, it's not an hour and forty five minutes. Okay, I was literally like, "Wow, I misunderstood the assignment." Haven't you been there? <laughs> yeah. I have. That's why I was confused for a sec. I'm obsessed. Um, are you doing anything tonight? Yeah, it's tonight? really cool. And it's super open. What'd you say? Sorry, but you keep going. It's super open, which is great. I have a date tonight, which I'm pumped about. Oh, my God. No, but I haven't um, heard from him. But I think he'll be not. Then I'm just going to take a bath. Who's so. Who's the date with? This guy who I talked to on the phone, like, first virtually. And he seemed really sweet. Um, but he had was written he? out notes. He had written out notes, which I thought was so cute. <gasps> what did they say? It was like just about me and about things we had talked about. What? Isn't that cute? Yeah, it's a little weird, but I think it's like what you do when you're nervous. Yeah, it is. Which yeah, I like. I love when guys are nervous. Are you kidding me? That means I can be like, what? What? Are you nervous, Ali? <laughs> Don't be nervous. You would lo- you would love that. I do love that cuz if they're nervous, I don't have to be. If they're not nervous, I'm happy to take on that role. Um I get so fucking nervous. You know this oh, about see, me. Yeah. I'm the one with notes shaking and crying in the bathroom beforehand. And then I get See, but I think that's cute. So like someone's going to think that's cute. I think it's adorable. I mean, yeah, once that person... It is. And then you get comfortable. They always get comfortable after a little bit. I love it. They always get comfortable after a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. One time a guy, I came into a bar. He was already there and he had a drink and he went to stand up when I got there and then he spilled his beer all over and like it was such a perfect way to start it because then we were both like, okay, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Uh, did he freak out when he spilled the beer? It was like, he was like, oh, oh my God. But then it was like, I don't know. It kind of is is a nice like neutralizer is what I meant because. Oh, like breaks the ice. It broke the ice. And then it was like, oh, who cares? Everyone's a little nervous. And like, let's just get another like, we'll be fine. You know, everyone's a little nervous. That's the thing. Until he like freaks out and yells at the waitress. And then I'm like, check. Um, <laughs> check, please. 
Check, please. Oops, I forgot I left my car on. Um, I'll be right back. Um, what are you doing tonight? I have to go to Poughkeepsie. Oh, that's right. I have a, the rehearsal dinner. You're the spokesperson for weddings, Chris. It's actually insane. I think it's insane. But I do think I could plan just such a beautiful wedding if I... I know you could. And I would thrive. Absolutely. I've, I can't wait for your wedding. I feel like you would thrive in a wedding planning situation as well. I absolutely would. And I will when I do. What's your dream wedding look like? Um, I think we've talked about it, but... Have we? You know... Because I talked about how, like, I think I might wear, like, colors and make everyone else wear white. I don't think we've talked about this. Okay. But, um, essentially, like, I think, you know, when I get married, I just want to make sure it's about, like, me and the person. Like, I've gone to so many weddings that it feels like they're just copying what weddings are. Mm. And that is weird and sad to me. So... Like, I just want it to feel very much like me. I want it to be just fun and goofy and high, and, and high as fuck. Edibles, like, everything's laced. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I just, like, I want it to be just fun. Like, I don't want to worry about centerpieces. Do you know what I mean? See, but you can make fun centerpieces. I will, but they won't be, like... Like they're I, gonna be just like mannequin um i like heads and mannequin legs imagine if you had a wedding and it was mannequin legs sticking out of the center of the table sorry with like great shoes you know um did you watch the beverly hills reunion last night no no you did i not. was halfway through i was halfway through when we got back on sorry. oh like this morning the second half is definitely the best half of course. Because I mean, he the gets first... into Erica. And it's... I'm excited. But I do love Kathy Hilton and just how like. Oh my God. She's like. like... When... when she was like, we don't do presents like that. I get him a sweater. He got me a shell. I'm like, what? A sterling silver shell. What an odd pairing. And what do you mean you don't get each other presents? And then what are you going like... to do with the money? And she's like, it's not even for me. He collects shells. Yeah. I'm like, so he didn't get you anything and you're cool with it? Well, I think the idea is probably that they have everything they would ever need. Right. And they get everything they want for themselves. And that's why she gets them a sweater because it's like a thoughtful, funny thing. Yeah. And I guess it's tradition at this point. It's very interesting. Like, and how they eat on TV trays. It's just. I love it. Fascinating. Old money, honey. Oh, yeah. Um, Gotta get me some of that. Some of that. Would you ever marry for money? Even if you like kind of liked him, but you weren't like in love, but he was like a nice I don't, guy. I don't, I don't trust, like, I don't trust people with money Ever? in the sense of like, not if it's that type of, like, I don't like the idea of it's like, he has all the money. Like, I just don't like, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Yes. I mean, I feel like money, people who use their money as power are terrifying. Like, I would love to date a guy who doesn't tell me he has money and I slowly find out. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I mean I would love or to you date like go a guy to like you dated for like two years and he's like, okay, I want you to meet my parents. Like come to their Thanksgiving and you get there and it's like a mansion and you're like, why didn't you tell me that you were rich? And he's like 
I wanted yeah, to I didn't sure think it was important. You. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But like, I never want it to feel like it would be, I never liked the unevenness or the power thing. I would, I could never live in something like that. Um, I always, no, I didn't always think I could, but I've thought about it. And then I'm like, you know what? I really don't think I could. It's so, so hard for me to like fake like someone. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, if I don't understand getting married, if you're not getting married for love, I just don't. Yeah. I, I mean, if you, if you want that type of lifestyle, like if that's your goal, which that's just not my goal. And I don't think I even need that much money to be happy. Like, and when I do make it, I will be, I just like, I feel more comfortable. I'll share whatever mine is yours, of course. But I just would want to make sure that sometimes when people come in already with money, they, they don't have that mentality. And I don't, I don't like that. Um, like, would you ever sign a prenup? I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't. As soon as you're signing a prenup, it's like, Oh, this is about money. Well, here's the thing that I do understand about a prenup is that I've known people who have gotten married for the right reasons and then get divorced. Like, I think if you have a lot of money, like if I got really rich, I feel like maybe I wouldn't ask for someone to sign a prenup. Well, no, that's not me at all. But I, I don't, I get it. Is what I'm saying because, like, I don't get it because I to feel like it's like, your, like I think it's just like being smart. I want them to feel like they have everything on the line. I don't understand this thing of like, yeah, but if we break up, I want to feel like I'm safe and I won't lose anything. I'm like, I want to feel like you're losing everything. And a lot of times, it's like family money, and their families like right get a prenup because it does happen. Yeah, I just, I don't think that's, like, if that's the main concern, I just think I'm, like, okay, I think we're in it for different reasons. And if someone's, like, I want you to sign this prenup, I would be, like, okay. Like, if you think that I'm here for the money, I'm not. Oh, I wouldn't, I would be, like, no. We'll see. Why are we planning our divorce now? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Well, I know. Why are we doing that? It's definitely a dark idea. I think it's pretty dark. And then it's like that way, if we do get divorced, I know I'm going to be fine. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, we're going to no. But I think it's, I like the idea of having a, a plan. If I need, I, you know, I never want to feel like I'll be fucked if I get out of this. Like, what if things go south? I'm, there's so many divorced people who I'm sure, like, I wish I had just got fucking prenup because when, but they're the people who lost the money. Or they're not. Or they're the people who... Yeah, I guess you're right. Most people. But still. It's all the people who lost the money, which I'm like, I get it. But also, like, that's what a marriage is. Then you promise your... Like, and then if you get divorced... I don't know. I just think that's part of it. Like, I think that's part of it. And I think it makes getting married something you have to think about more. I agree. But I also think, like, why in the world should the person I marry ever have access to like my family's money if I was rich? Like if my family was rich and my parents died and then you around the same time as I inherit the money, my significant other of like 10 years wants a divorce. It's just money. Who even cares? I get it. But but what I'm saying is like they could take 
That would be but the part that bothered me. But then you don't trust your me. partner. But you don't. But if that's true, then like, who is that person that you know? Yes, but also like, I don't think it's completely distrustful to want to protect yourself at all times. I guess it is not trusting, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's real ism. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. I just... I'm going to make you I don't sign think it, uh, a prenup. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be for me. I just don't. I don't like that. I don't like when it feels like... I'm going to start friendship prenups. Yeah, that's a good idea. If you... What's that song? If you want to be my lover, you got to sign this prenup. Yeah. Friendship is forever, but not as long as money. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Let me say how I feel. I, I have a that. lot of money and stocks and Apple. So don't go wasting the money I let Not you borrow. Pray. Okay, yeah. I'm doing a song about friendship prenups. That's really great. Imagine that. You could start a trend. I wish I could. I am a trend. Have you ever watched Married to Millions? I haven't, but I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Oh, you got to watch it. That's a fascinating. It's all about, you know, money and relationships. And of course, in this show, it's like one person has a ton of money and one person doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, what is the premise of the show? That's it. Pretty much like some of them are like arrangements or you can tell they're, you know, it's an older man with a very young, pretty girl um, uh. who is, you know, that's a different maybe situation. Who's to say? Um, but and then, yeah, they have to figure out kind of how their relationship works. Like, I think that from that show, you can tell sometimes the power struggle. Uh, with the person with money being like yes. you should come to this and if you don't i'll bring someone else and you're like what the fuck yeah that's that's you're right i would absolutely fucking kill someone yeah i'd be like if you don't consider me an equal in this an even thing bye i'd be like oh bring someone else then i dare you you little bitch <laughs> yeah you little fucking bitch. are there any like couples that are genuinely uh Yes, there's one really great couple and and she's the one who's like, I'm not fucking signing a prenup. <laughs> and she's she already has given him a son like they already have a kid together. And her, his dad is like prenup, prenup, prenup. I lost everything or half of whatever to your mother. And it's like, so he's trying to listen to his dad. But then the girl is like, if you think I'm in it for the money that then we shouldn't get married. Like, I'm not signing a prenup. But, and that's also, I think, in a situation like where the woman gives up her career because she has to right. fucking raise the children, then she should get half, if not more, when things go awry. Right. That's the prenup for me would be like if both, I don't, I obviously would never get a prenup, but. If I don't know, I guess you're right. Now that I'm thinking about it more, yeah, it just becomes like it's really it's very weird that way. I I simply just don't understand how you can. 
And I know there's probably people listening who have prenups and would tell me differently, and that's totally fine. I just, it's my personal opinion, and I just don't like the way that money feels sometimes in relationships when it doesn't feel 100% even. Um, yeah, because I have like a friend that's wealthy and kind of uses it as I'm power. sure. Exactly. And it's kind of like, yeah, I don't, really, I don't love no, that. No, I don't. I'm always like, what the fuck? Um, but guys, very weird. Jesse, the next time we record, uh, we will have celebrated Halloween. Yeah, and like all the mayhem that's gonna happen. And hopefully, we have some stories that involve my penis, maybe another man's penis, maybe you Hooking or up. Va- your vagina and a man with another penis. Also, who's to say? Who is to say? You know, who is to say you could hook up at the party? I mean, can you imagine that would be the gag? That would be the best. I'm dressed like Kathy Najimi, which is very hot. I'm dressed like a hot Kathy Najimi. Yes, exactly. But who knows? Maybe I'll find a clown fucker and it'll be great. A clown fucker. Absolutely. That's what you call guys who like hooking up with drag queens. Oh, what? <laughs> oh my god. Get it? I don't that's wait. No, I don't. Cuz drag queens win some wear so much makeup like a clown. So like in drag world like that's how they refer <laughs> refer to guys who like that is a thing, guys who like really like drag queens sexually. Clown fuckers. But who wouldn't? Drag queens are gorgeous. I mean it's a, I wouldn't love the term a clown fucker. I well, think that's the, the, a little the, rough. The dicey thing is, like, they're dressed like a woman. I got it. But they're a man. So it's not a lot of people want to fuck drag queens. Okay. You know what I mean? So it is a fun term. I like it. Uh, I like it. And you know what? Clowns really get, like, a resurgence with Halloween. Yeah. Good for them. Clowns get, my God. It's like, you can't. There is no fun clown. It's their if you're biggest a clown, holiday. You're scary. It's their biggest holiday. It's it's a, basically this is a clown Super Bowl. It really is. It's like get your get your face on, your wig on, your big shoes, and get, get in out the car. there and yeah, make people smile and or terrify them. Up to you. Healer's choice. Um. Guys, I'm glad that we just got to chat today. I know. No one expected it, but here we are. We were going, and I was like, you know what? Let's just have a chat episode. Yeah, I didn't even realize. I just sort of, I hope it felt as organic. You know, it felt so organic to me. It felt or, uh, more expensive Orgasmic. than a regular conversation. So, yes, organic. That's, yeah, pricey, baby. Um, But we love you guys. So much. And if you want to hear some more chats, uh, please go to patreon.com slash middle children where we have so many episodes, including some new ones that just came out as you're listening to this, probably. Yeah. Um, and make sure you join Stuck in the Middle on Facebook. But until next time, live every day like you're what? The oldest. We love you. Bye. The Middle Children
Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 